You're listening to We Want To Be Better with Annie and Bianca. The podcast too cheap to afford intro music, so this is us playing on a child's piano. More like this is us performing a crime against music. Hey, we'll get better. That's what the podcast is all about. <laughs> yeah. We want to be better. We want to be better. Yeah. That was awful. <laughs> Okay, so we have a special guest today. Uh, could you please <clears throat> introduce, introduce yourself. yourself? Hello, ladies. This is Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I am so glad to be here with you today. <laughs> okay. Sorry, our guest is not Kermit the Frog, but, but we just found out that our guest has this amazing talent and we just had to share it with you. So Kermit is actually Michelle. Uh, hi. How are you hi. <laughs> and Michelle is a wonderful, wonderful friend of us and is a incredible trans woman and advocate for the trans community. Oh, well, thank you. I'm blushing. And (laughs) we wanted to have Michelle in today because we are speaking about trans topics today because in two days it is Trans Visibility Day and we thought what better day than to uh, talk about we want to be better at understanding trans. So we brought in an expert. And we said a long time ago that we do want to be better at things but there is the saying nothing about us without us and we don't want to talk about trans rights or being better allies and stuff without actually having first-hand experiences of everything. So first up, I really do need to say that we put in a trigger warning here because I'm not sure what's going to get brought up. And what's going to come out of Michelle's mouth? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you really hate Kermit the Frog, I'm yeah. sorry, because that's already happened. Yeah, I know. If you've been scarred by Kermit before, we're really sorry because we just came right out with that. Yeah. yeah. But if you do, you know, if you have been through a tough time or whatever and you're a trans person, um, yeah. People have to understand that there's many different trans narratives. So you have different people who come from different backgrounds, uh, different experiences. Uh, I myself, I've come from losing everything as well. So losing a wife, losing kids, losing a career, everything. And so I hit rock bottom myself like many others. Um, some people find ways of coming out of it. Some people don't. And uh, my big thing when I do advocacy or when I do even things on my own radio show is I talk about the things like where you were at rock bottom so it's like like a stone hitting water and then coming up I love that story of like what did you do here when it came right back up and unfortunately some people don't really take well um, there are a lot of us as well who have a lot of sense of humor, inappropriate sense of humor mm-hmm. uh, I yes. try to do my best to educate where I can allow yeah. people who don't understand any of this to ask the mm. questions they want to, the hard questions. Going, yeah. I've always wanted to know. That's why we've got this. you on. Yeah, because we've we got always, hard questions. And we're always inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Look, coming coming out as a woman was really interesting. So living a life as a man and the, living a heterosexual life and um, having kids and doing the whole 2.5 picket fence thing and then seeing the things in a woman's point of view and the things that go through like, when you went with me to get my boobs done, Annie, you're like, yeah. oh, can I be your booby buddy? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. I'm She's like, never been my booby buddy. <laughs> well, I can be. <laughs> Let me have a squeeze, darling. And, Michelle did. Yeah, yeah. And so you're standing there, you're like, you your boobs out. You're sitting in this room as your friend. I'm going, what's going on? What's happening? Where am I at? <laughs> and, and there was like another session where somebody else is touching them at like Mardi Gras. And they're like, are these real? And they come up and start grabbing them and honking them. And I'm like, th- th- those are real. I don't know if you should be doing that. I love it. So we want to start today's episode specifically speaking about all of the different 
terminology because we're okay. going to talk about we're it. talk about the terminology, and, we, and so we yeah. want to give the education at first, so that we don't have yes. to keep going. Oh, well, this means that. That means that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, can you please walk us through um, a few transgender words, sort of like cis and non-binary, okay. and what trans means? So, transgender is the umbrella term for the entire thing. So, you get to your LGBT, so lesbian, gay, bi, and transgender. So, Mm -hmm. transgender is the umbrella. So, underneath Mm -hmm. that, you have transsexual, you have, um, which is somebody who's gone through any kind of surgeries to uh, to present more as the, as their gender. So if you've had say lower surgery or if you've like say top surgery, for me I had my breast done as a as that. So um some people see that as transsexual, some people don't. So the, the terms kind of float in and out. It's very right. gray sometimes. Um that's a very old term. Some people don't like it, yeah. some don't. So it's, it's it's a very touchy touchy So it's almost umbrella. outdated. It is. So it transsexual is, is the old term for transgender. No. no, no. It's somebody who actually has some kind of form of gender affirmation surgery. Oh, okay. Right? And then you have, say, a transvestite, which is basically somebody who dresses in, or like, same thing as maybe a cross-dresser, but it's more of like okay. um, a sexual side. I think of Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. Yeah. Where yeah. they still identify maybe as a man during the week and maybe a woman on the weekends. And oh. it's sort of a, uh, it's a very old term and, and a negative term. Um but then, like crossdresser is still a very common term. So you see, you see men who, uh, or women, mm. majority of men go with this because it's mm. okay for a woman to dress in a masculine manner, but not okay mm. for a man. Mm-hmm. So a, a trans, so someone who's a crossdresser, say on the weekends, might go and dress as, in this case, you know, I'd go from Daniel in the week and I'd go to Michelle on the weekends. Right. And so be, while during transition, I would have been a crossdresser before going and starting like say hormone therapy and, and identifying as as Michelle. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And then so do non-binary people Non-binary people. And uh, so so cis is, is a person that is happy with the assigned gender they have. That's correct. Correct. So, so I'm a cis person. You see that online a lot. So it's CIS. CIS. Look, it's it's more yeah. of our own internal um, terminology cisgender and it's used more like medical and we're discussing things when I'm doing training mm-hmm. so if I'm standing up there in front of say uh, a playing group with the AFL I'm actually doing education on this and explaining the difference between mm-hmm. transgender and say cisgender and what the two days mm-hmm. and it helps determine because if you say oh but you know I, I'm a woman and you're a trans woman that's like it's like an offensive thing. So it's a trying yeah. to find a way to be like PC and, and, and okay. to say, okay, this means that you're a cis woman, I'm a trans woman. But we're both women. We're both women. Mm-hmm. But it's just the ex- easier way to explain exactly. how it came non- to be that woman. But non-binary means... That you don't identify as either. Either. Right. And so most of the time they'll go by they and them. They'll have uh, like maybe, maybe a, a pro- prefix of, say, MX instead of MR or MS or MISS. Oh, yeah. They'll do... Um, uh, maybe X is their gender. I think they're trying non-binary. So that's sort of a, a developing area. So non-binary and gender fluid then? Like what's the gender difference? Gender fluid might mean that um, maybe one day during the week I might be more masculine and print more as a man or maybe mm. on the weekends. Not cross-dressing, but my, my fashion might change throughout sort of right. the week. And so like today oh, okay. I've got more of a masculine sort of... Okay. Yeah. So they're not the same thing. So yeah, like gender fluid, different. you know, you go from I might masculine, feel masculine to female. female. Yeah. And out. Right. And then non-binary is like, I'm neither. neither. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And that's or I'm both. Is that, no, I, is it I'm is neither it, or is it I'm both? Or I'm neither. I'm neither. Right. So, but gender fluid is more I'm both. I'm both. Okay. Non-binary is neither. And the they and them thing, because I have friends that are gender fluid mm-hmm. and some that are non-binary and they do prefer them mm. and they. And 
people find it so hard to talk about an individual person as a they, yeah, but I it know. actually can work and people yep. just yeah. freak out about it. Like, no, no, it has to be either he or she. It has yep. to be one or the other. People and- are too set in their ways and yeah. how they actually want to speak or how they identify or how they just communicate with each other. And so mm-hmm. when something goes out their comfort zone, people are like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? And mm-hmm. so when the they and them comes up, they're completely confused and going, I don't get it. I don't understand. And it's like, ah. So that's, wh- that's where I come in and I actually connect with people who yeah. actually struggle with a lot of that. Yeah. It just takes like a little bit of practice. It's just like, yes. you know, everything in life, if you're not exposed to it and you're having to learn something new, yeah, okay. My, you know, and I think that as long as you're making a genuine attempt, attempt. is like from my friends that are gender fluid or uh, non-binary, they generally say like, you know, okay, maybe I'll get offended after like the bazillion, you know, you know, maybe if we've known each other for two months and you're still doing it, like that's kind of offensive. But at the start, as long as you're making the genuine attempt and, um, yeah. And try. Well, actually, and another thing I wanted to talk about, because this is a term I only just discovered in the trans world, um, Dead naming. I hate that term. Mm. Okay, because I didn't know about this. Okay. Dead naming is basically, okay, so I myself, because I'm a very very open, I really don't care. If you wanted to Google me, you'd find all my details. So um, I was <laughs> sorry, assigned I'm male. Sorry. No, no, no. You want to Google me? Just look up Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> look up the Frog. So I identified as a tadpole. And so I, so I, I, um, so I basically assigned male at birth. Yeah. And I lived majority of my life up to 36 as a man. And then at 36, I came out as a trans woman. <clears throat> and so I previously was Daniel. And if somebody were to go and continue calling me Daniel, people call that, according fingers in the air, dead naming. Well, I, I, I try to use more of a, not a politically correct, more of a, a corporate spin on it. Mm-hmm. Because when you try to sit there and, and speak to people and actually educate mm-hmm. people on this, and they're looking at dead name, that, that sounds very dark. And I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to apologize. <laughs> yeah. But some people see it as a as a as they don't want to be known as it anymore i never want anybody to know anybody their life or anything mm-hmm. so you you find it's a very touchy space people are really struggling with their identity mm-hmm. so i like to use birth name or a name assigned to birth um and so for me though like if i'm in a corporate space and things change there it's appropriate that people need to make sure that they're using the appropriate pronouns and and name Mm, and whatever. When it comes to family and friends, my thing is I implore my own people and say, hey, you know, give your family a bit of a break. You know, they they need to to transition with you. Mm. So if I transitioned, because we knew each other quite some time, and and if I Mm -hmm. transitioned any beforehand and, and you know me as Daniel, I would allow you to sort of work your way through that. If I said to you, no, how dare you? I can't believe you've done this. You'd be like, look, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And you'd, you'd constantly mm. be apologizing. And that would feel horrible to do that to you. Right. So, <clears throat> but, so, I mean, dead naming is essentially, is it um, talking about the lot? Is it just the name or is it talking about the whole life before it's a bit of both. transition? It's yeah. a bit of both. Some people so don't even want to see photos. They don't no want to photos. see anything. Yeah. So, you know, even if you're telling a story, I had friends who were referring to, oh, remember that time when Daniel did this and whatever? Mm. But that was years ago when I was Daniel. Yeah. And so it, it's funny you start talking about them as two people and it's really interesting to listen to. Yeah. Um, but now, like, everyone, no one even refers to me as that. And they just know mm. me as Michelle. And they're like, I can't even think of you that way. Yeah. So... Yeah. You have I actually a find really interesting backstory, Michelle. Yeah, give us. Can we story. please go through it? Because I think that, I mean, Michelle and I have been friends for quite some time, and I know it in depth. Depth in depth. In depth? Jeez, talking about dead, <laughs> dead naming. <laughs> she's got death on the brain, people. Sorry. I know, um, I know uh, Michelle's story quite well, and um, oh, are you showing photos? Yeah. So Michelle's showing before photos. Yeah. 
before the transition photos to um, Bianca, which is super uncommon yeah, for trans people to is do, very isn't uncommon. it? We, yeah. And we need to like really highlight that. But I've made, known Michelle for quite some time. <laughs> And um, I know your story very well. I actually, yeah. I'm asking a lot of the questions today and actually knowing the answers because yeah. I don't think that we haven't <laughs> addressed any of this. Yeah. But I feel like we need to have the 101 on transgender here. But yeah. can you please run through what your childhood was? Because So I was, I was born and raised a poor black child in Mississippi. No. No, I don't. <laughs> No, I actually um, originally from St. Louis, um, which is very much a Bible Belt yeah. area. Um, it was very much a role of men are men, women are women, and you have your roles within society and within the household. And growing up, like, you know, the N-word was used a lot. Blacks had their areas. Whites had their area. Um, it, so you can imagine, like, this area I've grown up with. We talked about in the car. Guns. How, yeah, the guns. <laughs> you know, we have no roundabouts and guns. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So... <laughs> I went and um, uh, when I left there, I was about 24, 25, and I was still dealing with my gender identity and stuff. And I'd done things like youth ministry and and a bunch of other stuff as well. And um, uh, I went back recently. Uh, to the U.S. and have been away from like eight years. And there's a giant Trump poster at the family house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh my God! Were you violently yes. ill? Yes. I, I, what did I, you do when you walked in and saw that? <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> I really was just like, "Okay, what do I do with this?" And so I was seeing like guns, loaded pistols, just up against the wall. I saw a hand handguns just sitting on the on the coffee table, loaded. Yeah. Um, and a very close family member also has a tattoo. Oh yeah, my brother's got like Trump. like eight ball tattoos and and swastika tattoos and all kinds of stuff. But he refers to me as his sister, and he, he doesn't miss a mark on any of that as well. He's he, look, it's you know, just a pretty intense that's crazy backstory for trans. And, and he's not an ex marine, so you can't say ex marine. But he's he's no longer serving as a marine. Okay. But he's he he is um uh, uh no longer serving, and so he's got his own PST, PTSD or whatever it is. But yeah. you, you just sit there and you see like. Marijuana everywhere, pistols on the on the sh- on the thing. <laughs> oh there's a white Trump snowball poster. kitten, and there's like camouflage and Trump and <laughs> and don't tread on me posters. I'm like, and cry me. <laughs> what am I dealing with here? And so. then Michelle comes in in your Mardi Gras headdress. Yeah, just to hello everybody. <laughs> no. I really make yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. love me people. So love me. Pretty like intense so what, what backstory. Age did you know that you were trans? Look, because look to me like. And I'm not saying that transgender is new, but I really only found out about transgender because of Chaz Bono. Oh, my God. I was waiting for you to say Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, my yeah. God. No, Chaz no, Bono, which no. was like, you know, I think she transitioned in 2008. He. Oh, sorry. He. Sorry. Yeah. He transitioned in 2008. Um, and that was the first mm. transgender person I'd like ever known about. I was so... I think that, that was... Uh, yeah, I reckon not. Chaz was the first for me as well. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know, and I didn't mm. understand it at all. Um, and flash forward now, obviously there is a lot more like transgender is really becoming mainstream. Um, I, yeah, we well, maybe not Caitlin. mainstream is not the word, but no, but it's but becoming people it, know what it is. It's normalizing. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm speaking of Caitlyn Jenner. I want to ask you: Is she a good advocate? For trans people, you're like you're smiling. I want to know because to me, I think Laverne Cox, great mm. advocate. I think she does a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't really see Caitlyn Jenner doing that much for the transgender community. So let me take a step back. So you asked me first about when I identified. So I would say that I was acting up in the gender identified as since I was about four. 
and I would dress up and put like you know boob like balls in my shirt to be boobs or I'd wear something long hair like a towel to my long hair but the thing for me when I was dealing with my gender identity I'd be sneaking things like my mom's makeup and doing my face up so I've been always doing makeup since I was like mm. you know under 10 years yeah, old yeah I was gonna say your contour on point today <laughs> I want to thank you darling <laughs> um, and actually before I transitioned uh, when I was still a man I actually I actually did makeup artistry oh. and so I'm actually a certified makeup artist um, I've done a lot of things and um <laughs> But it was so late in your life yeah. that yeah. you transitioned, despite yeah. knowing all that. Well, I, I my thing was is growing up, my only example I had was RuPaul, and so RuPaul was was like I'm thinking, oh my god, RuPaul's amazing and, and whatever, and that's all I had when mm. it came to trans and, mm. and when it came to gender uh, changing, and sorry, and um, they in the '90s and these things like. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, Jerry Springer. And Jerry Springer had all of the whole, I'm I am um, married to my dwarf wife who's actually a man and all this other stuff. And it was like really crazy out of this world stuff that it's actually- disgusting. Like, disgusting. Be, do you know, this is so gross that I'm admitting this, but I used to fake sickies so that I could stay home and watch Jerry Springer Oh my God, sometimes. same. Followed up and with I've Judge Judy. Never, I know. I mean, Judge Judy's <laughs> and good. And Steady Cook. <laughs> Come on first, you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, Ray Steady Cook. And you graduated so the Kardashians. <laughs> I've never seen an episode Quality. of the Kardashians. That's why we you. turned out so well. But I remember a Jerry Springer, Springer um, episode, and I honestly might have been eight. And it was, my wife is cheating on me with a road cone. <laughs> and I've never gotten over I'm it. I'm like, sorry. That's what? the type of quality TV it was. Like the we, big orange one? Or yes. Or like the small? And they brought it in. <laughs> And then he put a bow tie it. on it, you know. <laughs> he treats me right, Jerry. Yeah. He he knows how to stop traffic, oh, Jerry. Oh no! Oh, I tell you, that road cone's not coming in this house. <laughs> oh my God, Michelle, your voice! Like, you need to be a voiceover. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah. So this RuPaul was the best. Yeah, the best thing I had. had. And then there was Jerry Springer. Yeah, I don't do yeah. Jerry Springer anymore. Which, but that's not really a. That was no, like that was, the that, worst. That's the closest thing we had, though. That's what all you ever heard. What, but seeing if you look at media now, all you see is um, prostitution. You see people in doing you know sex, well any kind of sex, sex act or sex or in prison, like yeah. Burnock's and the characters in mm. prison. So very few trans. I also I don't outside any, of that. I don't know any trans actors who played roles outside those things, and so. Caitlyn I mean, Jenner yeah. came out. When I came out before Caitlyn Jenner, um, the only thing in the news I had seen because I had been hosting my own radio stuff mm. was there was like I think a story of a of a trans woman in Queensland whose husband was a butcher and he had, they had found her in pieces in the kitchen. Oh or something. yes, that um, um, that is yeah. that from Ballarat. I thought. Oh, no, 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 that was, was in Queensland. Queensland. I do remember that. That was terrible. Oh, my yeah, gosh. it was horrible. And then all oh, of a sudden, you're looking God. at um, uh, murder rates in the U.S. skyrocketing, and it was just. Out of control. And then Caitlyn Jenner came out. And everyone was so fascinated. But the problem was, is Caitlyn Jenner, she um, catered to the stereotype and did the whole transition with surgeries Overnight. and everything to present as stereotypical female, mm-hmm. um, which was very hurtful towards the community because it doesn't give a reality that you it. have to go through hormones for yeah. years. That you have to, yeah. yeah. See, I've never had any All surgeries. All of the process of so other getting She has had... Um, oh, everything. bottom surgery yeah, as everything. well. Yeah. 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 And so but she was a point there where she had an opportunity to be a voice for the community. She had a bit of a glam about her. She wasn't being as Kardashian as she as she She used to see. 
Yeah. I know. Yeah. Which, like, I'm sure the Kardashians, Chris would have been sitting over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yes. but then she became so right wing and pro Trump and pro Republican. And then she just pushed away the entire LGBT community. And then her, her show canceled and then went into oblivion. Yeah. It's interesting. So can we talk about RuPaul as well? Because yeah, I, um, I love RuPaul. I'm always. I, I'm the My eight year old wants to be a, a drag queen. <laughs> so, but the thing is, the, I know that RuPaul's in some hot water at the moment. Yep. But there have been many trans women on RuPaul. Not all of them at the time had identified as trans, but some of them have come out on the show and said that they are transgender. And at the time, they were, RuPaul had said, all we need is for you to have, you know, uniqueness, nerve and charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. Um, anyone can audition for this show. And now it feels she's reneged on that and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, look, and, and the thing is, is, is people are going to take pieces of what they want from those interviews. Now, we don't know what goes on behind, on behind the mic. We don't know what's going behind mm-hmm. cameras and, and behind, with all that. So yeah. I can't speak for that. Uh, but what I can speak for, and this is my opinion, and this is the opinion of some of the other people that I've dealt with as well within my own community, who love drag. And I think drag is a way for us to, we can find a way to, to connect with our, our drag queen sisters. Mm. Um, there are cisgendered drag queens or drag artists. There are um, uh, straight ones as well. Now, I, I think we can learn a lot from each other. Um, now, I, how can I word this properly? Um, I have found I've used it as part of my shtick that I do with like my comedy or when I do things mm. with um, education and stuff that um, people can relate to RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And it, and it normalizes man in a dress. Mm. Now, I'm not man in a dress, but I have got to sell man in a dress to somebody and understand and, dr- and explain the difference between what drag is as, as a art form and as a um, um, piece of entertainment compared to, say, my identity. Now, mm. I have interviewed some RuPaul Drag Race contestants. <gasps> who, 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 who? <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Sorry, I love them all. I'm so uh, let's see, uh, two two of them that, that I that I loved was um, uh, Laganja Estranja ah! and uh, Latrice Royale. Oh my god! And I got a video of her going to my to my uh, my kids. Hi, Early and Peyton. I'm with your mom. This is this is Latrice. Hello. And my kids were like over the moon. <laughs> and um, my my youngest was with Latrice in in the um, studio, and she was like this. Oh my mouth god. open, just going, <gasps> and she didn't know what today was saying, <laughs> and. So a lot of them actually identify as non-binary in their own ways or gender fluid. And so we actually have so much more in common than, than, than we realize. Because um, a, another friend of ours has a staunchly opposite view yeah. to you. And that is uh, she's a transgender woman and actually just cannot stand it at all. Uh, but that's drag in general because she doesn't like the idea that people think it's a costume. Hmm. That, you know, you... you you, it's it's a man dressed up as a woman, and then a they take the don't. makeup away, and then that's it. And yeah, a lot of people don't actually do that. Like when I'm in the corporate spaces, where yeah. I'm dealing, because I deal, I don't actually deal so much within the wider like LGBT. I actually mm. deal a lot with the the mix of hetero and corporate and sort of the everyday mm. average. Middle you do class, a lot everything. in all of it. I know. Let's I'm everywhere. I got, I got fingers <laughs> in a lot of pies. But, I, but the thing was is, is I can sit down with a cup of coffee and explain a bit of the difference. And people are actually really respectful. They go, mm. well, what is the difference actually? I and mean, I really mm. enjoy it, but what is – do mm. you do that? And I go, no, 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 I don't. I said I, I would love to. I said if yeah. I get the opportunity to go on stage and do it, I would. Yeah. But I, I said I don't. I said but there are some people who use that as their way to express themselves because they don't feel comfortable going fully – 
and a transition. So yeah. it, it works for everyone. Um, but I think there's, and I've spoken to a lot of drag queens within Melbourne who want to come together with me and actually help create a better language between our two communities mm. and find a way to actually come together. So, look, RuPaul has said some very problematic things and mm. put up... Um, a put train up flag. The train flag. That was horrible. That had was a, horrible. <laughs> had an apology to the trans community. A and Ru- apology to the trans community. That's a Ru- apology. A That's Ru- a Ru- apology. That's a Sorry. And Googled trans flag, but accidentally typoed it and put an I in there and put up a trains flag. flag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that was bad. But I think the bottom line is that Bianca wants to know if she allowed to watch it or not. Yeah. You, you were totally allowed I to watch it. I can't boycott it because the new My kids and I watch it. And I'll come yeah. sit with you and watch the new season. Excellent. Yeah. Because I love it. We'll have um, parties. But this is a thing that I wanted to talk about. And I kind of understand this now, but I would really like to talk about it on air to explain to other people. So... Uh, you're talking about, um, you know, that the woman was in, it, that people put a woman on a dress and it's a costume. Now, I have been told now with the conversation on trans that gender is, doesn't exist kind of thing, like, you know. Well, it do, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum, yeah. but, you know, um, that we're trying to take away all of these gender uh, stereotypes in society, which is fine. Um, but then... When someone says, I'm trans or I'm transitioning, they'll then use those social structures to represent or show their gender. So I don't understand how we can say, oh, there isn't any social, um, there's none, but we're going to use them. To convey so, our yeah, gender. I think, Bianca, like when we had a chat about it, you were like, well, when they transition, why is it that their representation of them being woman is now the stereotypical. full makeup, long hair, dress, nails, you know, nails. and you were wondering that. And I asked Michelle last night, and I know the answer. It's really uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to sit back and over That's here. a lead up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Now, same thing as, as well, like, you know, what what makes you choose the outfit you're wearing today or the outfits you love or your, your tofu earrings or we flip them around, they're a bad word. <laughs> yeah. um, but the thing is, is, is there is safety and assimilation. Right. And so the ultimate goal as a trans person is to be passable or stealth. So to look no different than either of you two women in this room and pass as nobody would even know you slip through the cracks. You're just gray like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm six foot three. And bigger than her husband. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, like, I think if I grabbed her husband, Who I could slam her. Who's a footy player? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is I am not going to fit into what the hell you're wearing right now. It's not going to happen. Yeah. All right. That would that top would maybe fit my leg. Um, and so I, uh, it's not going to happen. So I'm completely out. There's no mm. way for me to ever pass or be stealth. And I and I say to people, the idea of passing in stealth is such an 80s, 90s safety thing for for murderers and stuff like that, and for harassment. We're now it's it, it, we're beyond that now. Right. Being passable or stealth is actually uh, detrimental to our wider community because it keeps people hidden and actually doesn't normalize mm. what we are as a as a community and society. But there definitely is a passing privilege, and I oh, suppose that's what um, Bianca's question yeah. was: is that why? And then the answer is because it's safer. Yeah. Yeah. Because trans people are often, you know, victims of violence and things. But also look at when, say, for example, see a lot of gay guys come out, for example, and you see some of them go from being quite pretty heteronormative to like, oh, my God, darling. And they're really, you know, very painful. A lot of a lot of people do that. They get very um, uh, excessive 
in their coming out. And so a lot of trans women will do like, uh, uh, we'll throw on the full makeup, the hair, the whatever, and put it in place. Me, now these days, four years later, I'm throwing on one of my old men's jackets, a t-shirt, some of my old jeans, and mm-hmm. I, I'm just having fun with it. And, yeah. And I'm, I will play with my masculinity and, and my femininity within my clothes. I actually find I'm more comfortable with my masculinity now as a trans woman because I'm, down, I'm not forced into it all the time. I can choose when I want it and how I want it. Mm. But I still identify as she and her. My voice doesn't doesn't relate mm. to that. I totally get it. Um, but Can y- you yeah. um, run us through what happens in transition? Yeah. Like what 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 happens? How does it where does it start? What do you do? Okay. So, so it's basically a second puberty. So right. so what happens you go through puberty as a girl, Annie, <laughs> is you start growing boobies. Yes. <laughs> well I never went through puberty it seems. <laughs> Don't be mean to me. No. <laughs> I need a booby buddy up in here. <laughs> you got two of us. We'll go with you. Yeah. One for each one. <laughs> so we went and um so everything from like my skin got softer, my hair started thinning out. Obviously I did a lot of laser on my face. There's a little bit of stubble there still. Hmm. That's also oh, you laser your beard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can ah. still feel a little bit of stubble there as well. Um like all of it's gone from my chest. I didn't end much laser. I just did a bit of waxing and it just went on So you, you take hormones yeah. as well. Yeah. So I take um, estrogen and then I take testosterone blockers, two different types because there's two different types of testosterone. Um, and yeah, you, you're actually, as a man, you're, you're a slave to testosterone. And it's so different now. Like at this point, you're like, um, if I could describe sex for a man and woman, it's um, as a man, you're like, come on, touch it, touch it. Come on, come on. Oh, come on. Just a little bit. Yeah. As now it's like, Really? Just get off me. Stop touching me. Get off me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, you know, foreplay is a must. It has to happen. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) So, like, work your way down. There's a reason why these are here. Yeah, exactly. This is a roadmap. Work your way down. (laughs) So, can I ask as well, because um, being a cis straight person, um, to me, the thought of realizing that you're transgender is just something that's so out of my scope because it's never happened to me, Mm. obviously. Um, How did you come... How was that realization hit you and how was it like, well, I'm definitely going through with this. This is the change I'm going to make and I'm taking the hormones. Like, was it a huge, scary time or was it a relief? Look, I was actually going through a bit of a rough time with my relationship and my second marriage. And uh, we weren't connecting very well. We were were just really distant. We were like roommates as ghosts passing each other. We weren't even talking. And I had been struggling with my gender identity a bit. I was a bit depressed. I was really just... I was looking down at the ground. I, I was like a like a dad staring at the ground, going, "Oh, is that a twenty cent piece?" I was I was really just disconnected from from the world, and so I then came out. Uh, well, didn't come out, but I was at work one day, and my brain just went blank. And I got a very busy, crazy brain, and I just disconnected. Mm. And I got it from my desk at work, and I just went for a walk. I started calling company things like Beyond Blue. I started calling a bunch of different switchboards, and nobody really was kind of able switchboards, to help me. Switchboards, the one for people in Australia, isn't it? That yeah. we can send yeah. them to switchboard yeah. dot com. No, dot org. Just Google it. Google switchboards, it. Google it. yeah. Switchboard Beyond Blue. There was a few of them I was trying to reach out to, and, and I really wasn't getting answers. You don't know where to go. You, you mm. don't know if you should be talking to your GP. GPs don't know anything about this, and so. I had a moment of going, this really is what it is. Because I toyed with the idea of coming in and out, but I didn't like the idea of um, uh, being stuck in sort of a negative stereotype. Mm. And so um, I had to I had to make a decision for myself. Yeah, I didn't just jump out, go see a doc, take a pill. I went for like months seeing a psychiatrist and psychologist. And, mm-hmm. and I, I was actually dating somebody a little bit at the time. And I came to a point one day and I said, 
I've got an appointment in two weeks to go and do this final assessment mm -hmm. with my, my GP. And I went to the person I was with and I said, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what's going on. This is where I'm going. Mm -hmm. And she flipped out and stopped talking to me. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I just said, okay, well, obviously I'm not going to get the support I need. I need to do this on my own. And um, yeah, went ahead with it. So, it and, and it's very different because there's lots more trans children now. It's a, a different experience for them. And they do puberty blockers mm -hmm. now for yeah. trans children. Um, you know, if someone's like questioning, if they're, if they're yeah. like eight and, and they come out as trans, their parents have the option of blocking their... Um, the parents don't have the option. The children oh. have the option. Oh. The parents so the have parent to sign off. Wants, the oh, parents, really? sign, the parents have to be there to go and, and help because they're, they're minors. But they're going off of the children's, what they're feeling. Yeah. So the parents are going to go in, no, my child's transgender. You need to start giving them blockers. No, the, the child works with the GP and the parent is the guardian sitting there running through what the child needs. Right. And the GP and the psychiatrist. and the psych It's a long process. Like I went through like 10 sessions with a psychiatrist and then a psychologist before that because I needed to make 100% sure what yeah. I was doing. Um, but, but the thing is, is look at me, I'm six foot three. I've got a broad shoulders. I'm, I'm a, I'm a mm. big person. Puberty blockers are going to go and keep me at your size. Mm. And, but then all of a sudden the, 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 the second stage of the puberty will kick in like breasts and then mm. all those sorts of things that yeah. will, will kick in. So essentially they give, um, puberty block. Um, I don't actually understand this. Part. Mm. So they give puberty blockers and then when they become an adult they get to make the decision is no, that no, how it works so what how? they do is, is is once a certain stage of puberty starts kicking in i'm not a, i'm not mm. a medical yeah. person here so i'm, I'm giving the the nutshell as yeah. best i can yeah so once there's like there's different stages of puberty and mm. once you hit one a certain stage within puberty they give a blocker to start stopping those second mm. um uh, stages. stages sex characteristics again so right. like hips and boobs and all that sort of stuff and then you're looking at um once it goes to a certain point and they feel they're, they've worked with either their psychiatrist, psychologist, when they've done going through the GP and where their, their bodies are at with mm -hmm. their hormones and with their uh, blood levels and everything, then they decide with the GP and with the psychiatrist whether it's the next stage. And then the parents are there and the parents will then do the sign off. So it's a long years of process. Yeah. This is just not like, oh, I... Uh, I'm a mother with an, one child, and I always really wanted a girl, and now yeah. I want a I've got a boy, and yeah. so I'm going to make them like. There's a lot of processes in place, that, but there's a lot of processes in place that actually mm. stop that. People don't mm. understand that. That's why there was such a massive roadblock uh, stopping children from going that next stage. Mm. But now, so the thing is, you see children's transitioning in school. They haven't started blockers. They haven't started anything. They're just yeah. going through the first stage. Yeah, but then they can't have any like genital surgeries or um which i'll say breasts is part of that as well mm. um until they're like 18 when they can make the decision yeah. themselves but then yeah. that's that's a um uh, what do you call that a, a choice to make yeah. yourself and then that's yeah, out of your own pocket and not everyone does do bottom surgeries no, i so don't and i'm 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 a non-op trans woman i have no interest in it there's yeah. every time that we go out there are questions that um are asked of you every time we go out and you know there's Questions that I believe are no, and like a no go zone, which are asking about what your last name was, yep. and but the main one that every time that I go out with Michelle, I cannot believe that people ask is, "Have you got a penis?" Like seriously, straight out, straight, straight out. out every time. Does it work? How's and it different? People that I consider like pretty. Pretty out there. Well, no, no, no. People that I would think that are, yeah. Pro pro 
did you say aggressive or pro- progressive? Yeah, progressive, yeah. exactly. But they just ask it in a different way. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if this is like a bit rude or if oh, this is inappropriate, is. let me know. But then they continue to ask it. Please give us the rundown, Michelle. Please <laughs> let people know. Yeah, you can't, you shouldn't ask that. Oh, how would you feel if I went to you and said, oh, so are those your real boobs? Oh, mm. do you, is, 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 your, is, your, is your fanny an inner Audi? Is you have, you know, do you I'm have this? I'm pretty sure it's an Audi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Majority of women actually are. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is, is if I start asking you personal questions about your body, yeah. like, how would you respond? Yeah, I, mm. well, it wouldn't be but nice even language. then it's not, huh. it's also that they're saying that they're going to make a judgment on you mm. whether or not they think that you're enough of a woman then, isn't oh, it? Yeah, that's exactly. that's the passing. Con- oh, well, that's the, I wanted to talk about this show. Yeah. This show that used to be on hey. TV. Yep, I don't yep. know if, I don't know if it was, I don't know yep. where you were living when it came out. I was, I was here, I've been here for 16 years. Okay, so, so the show Miriam, yeah. who had a transgender woman, it yep. was like The Bachelorette, had a transgender woman. Mm. Dating all of these guys, all wanted to date her. And then at the very end, they said, by the way, Miriam was born a man. And they flipped the fuck out. I, like, you know, oh, I've been cheated on. I've been cheated. I've been scammed. Like, yep. th- thought that they were gay. And I'm like, no, she's a woman. I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I started dating someone that, I don't know, was Blonde, and then I found out that they dyed their hair. I'm not like, oh my god, like <laughs> I slept it. with a brunette, and I didn't know. Like, what difference does it make? Like, that's what they're like now. I don't get it. See, I always joke now because because I, I identify as bisexual or pansexual, so I really don't. It's about hearts, not parts, and so I always joke and say I'm like the ultimate bi experience. So, <laughs> um, but <laughs> the thing is, is is what that show did was actually cater to the stereotype of the, the stereotype gag of oh my god it's secretly a man yeah and so oh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this person home but oh my god I found out that she's really a man dun 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 the crying yeah. game yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, so but that actually causes more crime and and more yeah. um, you know attacks towards trans people because trans people unfortunately are the victims of a yeah. lot of violence yeah and the thing is is a lot of us is is trans when it comes out see I haven't had um, a relationship in four years. No, I'm going to say three and a half. Anyone and so, out there? Yeah. <laughs> just send find it to Michelle, our Instagram Hashtag Michelle, find Michelle a day. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is, is I, um, uh, so it's been four years and actually the majority of us, um, if we don't go into say sort of some sex, uh, sexual areas or to do prostitution or whatever, usually we pretty much will remain on our own for the rest of our lives. Mm. And so, to, but the thing is, uh, dating, dating is a whole nother, we'll get into that later. Um, but when it comes to the Miriam thing, that actually catered to the whole secretly a man uh, I was duped I was so it actually causes more harm yeah. doing that I would love to actually see an actual like trans um, bachelorette where maybe she has or hasn't had surgery if, if guys are in just actually like a legitimate. contestant on the bachelor yeah. or yeah. something just yeah. like get us married yeah. at first sight with a trans woman as a normal contestant there isn't yeah. a lot as you were saying before of trans uh, representation necessarily no. I mean there's the show Transparent yep. um, which I haven't really watched, even though I really doesn't have a trans person in it. Yeah, he's he's not what? trans, like Jeffrey but, but Tambor. There's, but there's a lot of um, trans people in the background doing those things. Now, some of these some of these roles, and I'm very big speaker on mm-hmm. this. Yes, we need more trans actors in roles, but we need roles that don't look down upon trans people. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. But there are certain roles that would require a person who is cisgendered to start showing mm-hmm. a transition on film. So I believe, honestly, that the Danish girl needed to have this actor in it to start show mm. this person going through a transition. Right. I couldn't have gone with 
with these yeah. and shown a pre-transition. Um, but behind the scenes, most people don't realize that there was actually trans, other trans actors playing cis roles. Mm-hmm. There were consultants in the background. So a lot of trans people got paid to help make this, mm. but people don't want all they see is the one main actor. Well, I mean, the, I, like her, Will and Grace, I think, did yeah. such a huge uh, deal for the um, LGBT community yeah. in general. I mean, yeah. I, I watch it now and like they do make a lot of gay jokes. <laughs> but And you're like, that... It seems weird, um, but they. When you think about how far it's come, and I remember watching like in the in season two, they have the yeah. first ever like guys kiss on national TV. TV, right? And I'm thinking that wasn't that long ago, and I think that show did so much um, because they just have gay people living normal lives, and that representation mm. really helps because it is literally like life imitating mm. art. But at the same time, we actually had a, there was actually a, a young gay man that was actually dragged by a car in Colorado named Michael Shepard who was um, killed for being gay. Within, so at that same time that this is going on TV, we had this stuff happening in the in with America at the same time. So there was a massive contrast between what you saw there and where yeah. now it's it's so normalized. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what the trans community really needs is someone that is just a normal person on a look, TV I'm happy show. To, I'm happy to take that. And look, I, I, I say, you know, Carl Stefanovic, he's, he, he's a bit of a pain in the ass in the media at the moment. I'll take his job on the Today <laughs> yeah. Show. I think I'd be more entertaining and a hell of a lot cheaper. And he doesn't have the Kermit the Frog voice. Yeah, exactly. So, you know? Yeah, Carl <laughs> can't do that. Yeah. I'd like to have a Kermit off I do want to ask a question yeah. as a parent. Yeah. I, okay, straight up gender reveal parties. Yeah. What the and why and okay, and well, no? Do you also there are parents that um have children and they don't tell anyone their sex or don't assign them a they gender them and they raise them with no one knowing really either way and give them an androgynous name or whatever? Do you think that that's a, that's good or on the other well, side? Do okay, you gender first of all, gender parties? real parties. Are just ridiculous. Like it's we sex don't care. to start off with, First isn't all, it? We don't care yeah, about sex. your baby as much as you do. Mm. Yeah. So have a baby shower and be done <laughs> okay. with it. But don't be popping out with a baby shower, gender reveal party. <laughs> I want a kitchen table. Fuck off. Okay, we don't care as much as you do. All right. If you want to have a gender reveal party, do it with the two of you. Pop open a box with whatever fucking balloons in it. I don't care, but don't involve me because I'm done. The baby oh. hasn't even come yet. And I'm already sucked into this vortex of baby and, shit. Uh, already, 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 so what high school are you going to? The kid isn't even out of the womb yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, my so goodness. Th- yours has nothing to do with gender. It's just like, fuck off <laughs> yeah, the party. Just fuck off, okay? Look, I, look. different cultures around the world are different. So you get you get some cultures who do the, the whole non-gendered names and, and yeah. don't let my child... You know, won't worry about their gender until they decide how they feel. And but but here in this society here and in America, it's just it is what it is. Mm. We, we're not going to change people right yeah. and go. Okay, that's now a law. You can now not do that unless you're Bianca in, in the land mm. of Bianca. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, you, <laughs> Linda yeah. Bianca, fuck off! Look, don't your send her an invite. For God's so sake. it's a sex. So yeah. sex is is what's between your legs. Gender was what's in your head. So I have male sex, but my gender identity is female. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So. Um, in this case, you know, let them. Who cares? I, I really don't care. That's your thing but with just, your family. Can we correct it to sex reveal party? Is and, that and, it? And, and yeah, it should be sex reveal party instead. But at the same time, if you put that much effort into that, then if your child says, oh, I'm actually sorry, I'm not uh, Toby. I'm now Tam- uh, Tabitha. Um, then have a gender real re- reveal party and put just as much effort into it and show that you support the child. Oh, okay, that's, that's brilliant. Fun. All right. So, I go to that gender reveal well, party. Well, yeah. I had, I had, an, I had an, a naming day. 
And I had my kids and all my friends there, and I had a celebrant who came in and did the whole thing. My kids and I released butterflies, and oh. yeah, it was really great. Yes, it, I think that's a really important thing. I love that thing. you you chose your name, like yeah, 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 because yeah. you like. What would you, if you could choose your name? What would you choose? It would, it would be Bianca again and again. I'd never go for a different name. No, I'd have a goatee be... and be Bianca. <laughs> Oh wait! No, no, no! Oh, I mean, if I was gonna be for trans man, ah, uh, Romeo. Yeah, that's okay, I like that. Right. Okay, um, you're some hippie shit. Yeah, I know you yeah I'm like She's thinking glitter some... and unicorns and like really long, so everyone has to like when they're yelling at Moss me say six words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glitter. Why bomb. don't you go centaur? What? what? Yeah, that's like a unicorn, but like yeah. Well, as my male name usually. Yeah, yeah, centaur. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have no friends. Like it, it would. <laughs> I so, mean, I'm struggling as is to even think of a female one. Imagine. I she was friends. Like, she me. She's friends. I'm like, I'm your damn friend. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh my god, I'm not struggling for friends. Hello, look how lucky I am. But like, imagine me just like. Hi, I'm Centaur. <laughs> like, hey, how are you? Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. But you wouldn't be friends with me. Mm, no. Nah, I would. I definitely would. Would you really? Yeah, Centaur. Michelle, would you be friends with, with me? I, my first thing is going, so Centaur. Is that like a horse reference? <laughs> yeah. Is that, what, is that what you're packing now? Yeah, that's you know? what she's packing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, see? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it works. Like, it's a layered name. It's oh, layered. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they call me tripod. Deep. No. So Louis, we're kind of running out of time, but I really wanted to ask yeah. the last question: Why is trans visibility second day? last question? Oh, second last question because yeah. we also want to know what we can do to be better allies. Mm. And then that's comes the together. main point of yeah. this show: so, like, is we want, we to, want be to be better, better allies. Okay. And why we know is all the, the information important? on how to transition now, but. Turns out we're cis, so that doesn't, it's not helpful. (laughs) But for us to be better, and the point in this whole podcast, tell us how to be great allies. Okay. So it all comes together. Trans A visibility is about. Because it's not just about like trans people being able to see properly and giving them glasses, it's us (laughs) seeing trans people. That's the visibility. Yeah. I just wanted to clear that up. Are you having a go at the person over the other side of the table with the crappy eyes no no I wasn't <laughs> hey look it's us too yeah. I, I'm not the, I'm the visibility part and you're the yeah, trans see, part there you yeah. go exactly yeah. I'm just sitting here she's yeah. a she's Ruby just a less, just nothing <laughs> so, so we have trans day of visibility so there's two specific trans days in the year so there's one in November which is the trans day of remembrance which we um, uh, have a day vigils to uh, remember those who have passed from being murdered or from suicides or things like that from society. And then you have Trans Day of Visibility, which is the end of this month, which is about uh, showing uh, and showcasing all the work that's being done by the trans community to better society. So, the, say, for example, the things I'm doing around advocacy or the stuff I'm doing, say, at uh, the AFL or the things I do at different corporate spaces or stuff I do with my kids mm-hmm. or different different groups or whatever I do, right? And so that's where you also then can come in and say, okay, I'm not going to take your voice from you, but I'm going to offer you a platform like you've done here. And I want to go and help make you more visible and help share your stuff. So like for me, you know, like you're talking about like voice acting and all the other stuff Mm -hmm. I do or, or getting out there and doing things like say being in the media. Well, Mm -hmm. a lot of us don't have money. We, I can't, I can't afford to find headshots. I can't, I don't know where the hell to get a PR person or how to even afford it. Mm. Um, I can research it, but then the money that comes from it, I don't have that. So um, a lot of us have are unemployed. 
I worked very hard to rebuild my career, and I'm still at half the income I used to make as a man. Mm. Um, I have. That's actually just the gender gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now officially a woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have PMS and you have no money. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're pissed off. Yeah. So yeah, so that, so that's it. So like, if I wanted to go and say put a headshot or something in for say you know one of these shows, I could never do it because I, I don't have the ability to. Mm. And so we're very much stuck down here so so people who have the ability to help the community with things that they need well then you can reach out you can reach out and and, and say hey you know i want to help this person or how can how I, you do know? they reach out like to where though oh they like in this platform here so maybe we can reach out to your show and say hey i heard you listening to mm-hmm. say michelle yeah and i want to go and help out where i can because i have yeah know, x yeah uh or um if they want to you know find people on facebook or twitter or mm-hmm. any of that sort of stuff mm-hmm. they can do that and um, so, yeah, it's about basically uh, what do you have as a cis, straight, hetero, bi, gay, lesbian who can actually help a really like disadvantaged community mm. lift up. Yeah. You know, are you are you a PR person? Are you a HR person within an organization? Hey, I want to do better training and train yeah. my management yeah. staff on how to actually yeah. hire and deal with trans people. Not deal, but help. And as well, I think if you see, I mean, I, I have, um, you know, friends that might say, something that is anti-trans or exactly fucking call them out on it don't let it go like just go by that's a really and it doesn't even need to explode like um you know you can just go hey did you pull your head in mate did you you know that that like because sometimes there are words like the one word starting with t that we don't say anymore that rhymes with annie yeah god damn it um <laughs> we're not gonna call it the t word and the n word <laughs> um you know and people still use that but they don't even know that it's offensive Look, so it's about like hey did you know did you that, know that's, that that's offensive, offensive? Yeah. yeah but most people don't like i hardly ever hear that word unless someone is either trans or someone who's like lgbt actually saying it mm. um but the big thing is like for example i'll go out to a bar with friends mm. and somebody's drunk and they go oh where's michelle uh he went to the toilet and whatever and then i don't have to say anything now because i don't i'm not i'm not a, a, a an abrasive person like last night i was at a food court at high point and i was having my dinner and this these group of young people were actually laughing oh my god it's the manager oh they're dressing up oh my god and they were like cacking up and i just said i looked at him and said mate you're right and they shut up they were still cackling but it, it's just my life the way it is now you just i have to deal with it mm. um but it's about yeah it's just it's basically people will now step up instead of me and people mm. actually stop so if i stepped away then you'd step up and go hey oh, yeah. that's michelle she's oh. she's my friend mm. and she's her stop saying oh he. i don't think i could t- contain myself thank god no. we haven't had that situation yet no i'd just be like yeah i pull out my off. best noodle moves because i'm really <laughs> floppy <laughs> but i try really hard you yeah. know like the blowy thing out the front of like a this car is why sales you place need to be a centaur because you yeah. can hoof them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not, I seriously am though. You know the blowy balloon man at the front yeah, of the car sales place? That is me trying to fight people that are trans baby. Use, <laughs> use your words, Annie, not okay, your arms, I, okay? Right, right. it's not helping right. at all. <laughs> but uh, look, we're, we're out of time. Michelle, thank you so, so much for coming in today and for teaching us a lot. And I hope mm. that everyone listening learnt a lot as well. Yeah. And can you tell of some sites or something that people can go to? <laughs> If um, you can pretty much Google me, Michelle Shepard, uh, S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D, or you can go, uh, you find me on like Twitter and Instagram as uh, Mish, M-I-S-H, Shepard, S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out to hear with you guys if people want to reach out as well. And I mean, obviously we 
I'm constantly have coffees and tofu and everything <laughs> yeah. as well. So awesome, yeah. And switchboard is and switchboard. another one to Google. Yep. So if, if you need any help, there's things like switchboard and, and yep. Beyond Blue and and some of the other helplines and, and lifelines yep. and stuff out there as well. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, a lot of the stuff we talked about today, we're having a bit of a laugh, having a bit of fun. But but you can't take life too seriously. Mm-hmm. You need to actually have a bit more fun with all of this, and and you'll find there's a lot more support out there than you realize. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I love you. Can you I set us you out? Too. On <laughs> Welcome to the Muppet Show. <laughs> you know that's coming out every time we go to the pub now. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs>